Hey guys, welcome to the first installment of Blue Collar Musician. My name is Brett Cohen. You can find me on all the social medias as Brett Cohen Music. You can also find me on Facebook, in specific, under Brett Cohen Band. That'll bring you to my music page. The first topic I want to discuss is something that people have asked me a lot about over the years, and I guess it's pretty common, it's understandable. People ask me, can I actually do this? Can I actually be a professional musician? Can I do this for a living? And they, they mean that on a lot of different levels, with a lot of different meanings behind that. But one thing a lot of people are asking when they're asking that is, are they good enough to do this? Like, Do they have to be a virtuoso on their instrument? Uh, do they have to be considered one of the best to be able to go out and make a living? And the truth is no. Um, you don't really have to be amazing. You just have to be good at what you do. So there's a lot of people that specialize. Some of the people that I know as guitar players that make a living are guys who just strum chords. They're solo acts, for example, and uh, they can't do all these crazy Eddie Van Halen, Steve Vai kind of runs on the guitar, but they're making fifty dollars to $100,000 a year, whereas the guys who know all the Eddie riffs are not doing anything. They're sitting at home. So a lot of it does not come down to talent or ability. It all comes down to attitude, and I guess that's really what I want to discuss today, is uh, attitude and mindset. Those are the big keys. So, I guess to address another aspect of what people mean when they say, can I actually do this, can I make a living, I guess they're wondering, is the money out there, what kind of money can they make, can they support themselves doing it? Yeah, I mean, you can, you can. If you're somebody who's coming into this whole thing, wanting a fresh start in your career, but you have a $2,000 a month mortgage and a $500 a month car payment and uh, all that kind of stuff, and I use those figures because that's actually where I came in uh, to my career as I'd come from a job in the corporate world where things were, were a lot different. Uh, no, you probably cannot out of the gate sustain that lifestyle uh, playing music. That's not to say that eventually you can't, but just like with any startup, you're going to be looking at not making a whole lot of money in the beginning. It's going to take a while to get established. So the best place to put yourself in if you want to start a career in music is to just lower your overhead as much as you can. I mean, we've all heard about struggling for art. I don't think you necessarily need to struggle, but Try to live economically. You know, understand that you're you're starting a business. You really are from from the ground up. So, the lower your overhead to begin with, then the better off you are. I mean, I've had a couple of students in my career when I was teaching and mentoring students that were uh, teenagers, and I told them, you know, if you listen to these these things and and follow these certain paths, you'll never actually have to work a real job. And uh, a couple of them have gone on to do that. <laughs> They've not had to work real jobs. They've been able to just go right from high school into uh, into college as well, but playing music for a living. That's their, their income. So obviously that's a great place to start. If you're living with your parents and, and you're not paying for anything, that's a great place to start. But not all of us are in that situation. But you just have to be realistic about it. You know, uh, maybe get a one-bedroom apartment instead of a two bedroom or, you know, an apartment instead of a house or whatever the case may be, just downsize if you're living too high right now or just stay where you're at and don't, 
don't go overboard. So when it comes to getting started, you have to realize what you're doing is entrepreneurship. You are starting your own business. Not everybody is cut out to be an entrepreneur. So I think that's the bigger question you have to ask yourself even beyond talent or budget or anything like that is do you have that entrepreneurial spirit? Because you have to realize you're going to spend the majority of the time that you are working, you're not going to be playing music. The majority of the time, especially in the beginning, uh, you're going to be doing everything but. You're going to be trying to find venues to play or, or bands to play with. It depends on what your goals are, and we can discuss all the different avenues and things in another video, and we'll, we will discuss them. But um, you got to understand that it's going to be a lot of legwork. It's going to be making a lot of connections, a lot of networking, meeting people. You have to put a bookkeeping system in place. You know, you have to have a scheduling system in place. A lot of things that you may not necessarily think about when it comes to playing music. It's not just grabbing your guitar or your drumsticks or whatever and going out and doing the gigs. It's a lot of lead up up to the gigs. There's a lot of work to be put in to prepare for gigs too. I mean, the types of gigs that we're going to be talking about on this channel, a lot of them are going to be cover gigs or they're going to be gigs where you're backing up um, other artists things like that. So you have to be ready to put in that work and that time studying. So I guess it comes down to do you have the patience and the drive to do that because you're working for yourself. A lot of people can't work for themselves. They're not they're not motivated enough to do it. Just comes down again to how much you want to do it. Is it something you really want to do? And that's where I've seen a lot of people's careers just die. Because you have to start looking at everything as a business decision. If you go out to a cover gig and say you're going to get paid, uh, you're playing with a band and you're going to get paid $100 to play for four hours. Well, a lot of times you're going to be playing in bars or places where they're going to, they're going to be serving alcohol. I've seen guys go out to make $100 and run up a $60 bar tab. Now they made $40 for four hours of work plus setup and teardown and driving and gas there. So maybe after gas, they're walking away with $30, and they're going, oh, this is impossible. Nobody could ever make a living playing music. It's a business decision. The second you are on a gig, anything you buy, anything you pay for is a business decision. That can come down to, uh, for example, I play here in Las Vegas, and there's valet parking, or you have to pay for parking at a lot of places, whether you're valeting or whether you're uh, just parking in the garage. You have to factor that in. That is now an expense. Now, I'm not going to get into taxes and, and bore you with business stuff and all that, but all those things are write-offs as far as parking and, and things like that. Maybe not so much the alcohol, although we won't get into that right now. <laughs> There's a lot of different things you can write off uh, as a professional, but you have to be ready to do a lot of logistics, a lot of admin, and a lot of boring, non-musical stuff, and that is going to be the bulk of your time in the beginning. That is going to be 90% of what you do. Playing gigs is going to be a very small part of it. So you have to be prepared for that. So let's say you have the entrepreneurial spirit and you have the drive and you're willing to do it. Then you have to get into the attitude arena. And uh, attitude is not always what people think it is. It's not always being a nice guy or, or being a jerk. It, there's a lot of gray in all that. But what I say when I mean attitude is the... Number one thing that you have to be willing to do, in my opinion, and there are certainly exceptions, 
is you have to be willing to play songs and play music that you don't like. And that is a big stumbling block for a lot of people. And if I had to say there is one specific thing that draws the line between people that do it professionally and people that get upset that they can't do it professionally, it's that willingness to play songs and play music you don't like. The funny thing about it, though, is you might end up liking it. You know, you might learn a bunch of songs that you would never listen to in a million years and you would never put them on in your car and drive around, but they're still fun to play. You're still playing your instrument. You're playing music. I would rather spend four hours playing the worst songs in the world than go out and dig a ditch. And that's not to say anything against people that dig ditches for a living. So I'm, I'm glad that they do it. And I'm not trying to downgrade their profession, but that's for me personally, that's not what I'm here to do. That's not what I'm about. I would rather play the worst music uh, than go work a day job because music is fun. That's why we do it. If music is not fun, you shouldn't do this for a living. You really shouldn't because there's so much sacrifice and so much more money doing anything else that you could hate. Uh, but you have to find the fun in it and that's an attitude issue in and of itself. So are you willing to play music you don't like? It's a reality. Now, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. It's not that every gig is all going to be music you don't like. Probably, especially once you're established, the majority of the music you play, you'll love. You'll, you'll have more freedom and, and liberty to play great music, whatever great music means to you. You'll have that opportunity. But in the beginning, when you're getting established and, um, and fighting the fight, so to speak, and doing the struggle, there is going to be a lot of stuff that uh, you don't necessarily want to do. Later in your career, you can pick and choose a little more. So I don't want to deter you or discourage you uh, with all the things I just said with regards to that. But furthering on with regards to attitude, it is so important to be easy to get along with, be easygoing, to not be huffy and puffy, to not be overly sarcastic when you're first meeting people, and uh, to be extremely flexible. Uh, I, I can't stress that enough. Yeah, people will hire you if they like you. What you have to remember is once you're in the realm of professional musicians, everybody's good. It doesn't matter if you are the first guitar player in the area, as far as the best guitar player, or you're the 20th best professional guitar player in the area. Once you cross that threshold, everybody's the same. So the difference is attitude. Do people like you? People will hire you if they like you. So you have to keep that in mind. There's a likability factor. If you're just not a likable person, there's ways to get around that if you're willing to. Just be quiet, you know, and <laughs> don't complain and, and, and don't be a, a jerk to people. Uh, and tying in with that and in a related way is attitude also is can you play at an appropriate volume, whatever instrument you're on. Can you play at an appropriate volume and can you accept it when somebody tells you to play quieter? I've played in situations where I'm using uh, what a 15 watt amp on one, and I have been told that I'm way too loud and had to turn down. Frustrating, but you just smile and you go, "Yeah, absolutely," and you turn it down to a half or or a quarter or whatever. Um, I have literally been on gigs, dead serious. I've been on gigs where I have turned my amp off, and people have still said that I'm playing too loud. But at the end of the day, I did what I was asked to do. I got paid. Not only that, we got invited back again and again and again. So there's that flexibility there and understanding that 
people are not always insulting you, and even if they are insulting you, not that you have to sit and take it, but you got to be a man about it or, or a grown person um, about it. You have to be willing to do what it takes to make the gig work, and that's not always easy to do. Um, I guess the final thing to address, and this is probably the most easily correctable, is do you have the right gear and the right things like that to be able to be a professional? You don't need to have a $3,000 boutique guitar amp and a $5,000 guitar uh, to go out and play great and to get hired. Uh, the only question is, do you have gear that works? When you go out to a gig, you have to make sure that everything you have works. With that being said, inevitably, something is always going to break. So do you have a backup and do you have it with you? Those are the big things. Do you have enough gear to essentially have two complete rigs at any given time so that you do not lose time when something breaks. Uh, again, that's the most easily correctable. You can get so much great gear, and we're going to talk about gear, especially guitar gear. I'm a primarily guitar player and bass player. We're going to talk a lot about gear on this channel uh, in future videos, but a uh, couple hundred bucks, you can get something that's going to work every single time. So I guess that's the final question. Hopefully this answers all the basics of, of can you do this, can you be a professional. We could go on for days and days on this topic, but there's so many other fun topics that I want to talk about. So let's just leave that there for today. I hope you guys got a lot out of the video. I know if you're already an established professional, there probably wasn't a lot for you in this video. This is more for the upstarts. But um, again, my name is Brett Cohen, and this is Blue Collar Musician. You can find me on the, uh, the internet at brettcohenmusic.com, all the social medias at Brett Cohen Music. Have a great day.